Well, hello everyone and welcome back to another episode of the Cliff Ravenscraft Show, a podcast devoted to helping you take your message, your business, and your life to the next level. This, my friends, is episode number 470 and I'm your host, Cliff Ravenscraft, the podcast answer man. And this week's episode, I know that most of you won't even notice this, but many of you already have. (laughs) This week's episode is a little later than it should be. I made a commitment to each and every one of you who listen to the show that in the year 2016, you will have an episode every single Friday by 5 a.m. And well, I'm currently recording this on Friday, October 7th at 6.17 p.m. And the reason why, and it's intentional, I wanted to bring my good friend Mike Stelzner onto the show, and this was the earliest I could get him on for an interview. And, well, I decided, well, it's just about 12, 13 hours late, and I think that would be okay. Already, though, I've gotten an email from my good friend Ben who says, hey, Cliff, I'm still waiting for your next episode of Podcast Answer Man today. And he put a little uh, really cool emoticon in there that shows how sad and bummed he hasn't found it yet. He goes, I hope all is well with you and your family. He says, don't feel bad if you have more important things to do today than to get an episode out. Not having your episode before I leave for work just means that I'll be driving home with Pat Flynn's old episodes of SPI instead. I started at the beginning last month and I'm on episode 65 right now. I'm sure you feel he is an adequate substitute. Yes, I do. He says, have a great weekend. Happy Canadian Thanksgiving. We do it now because we're too grumpy and cold at the end of November to be thankful. Just kidding. Well, Ben Hildenbrandt, thank you so much for reaching out. And so <laughs> thank you also to the rest of you who have reached out to say, hey, Cliff, it's it's past 5 a.m. on a Friday. Where's the episode? And well, here it is. And that's why I'm late this week. Uh, intentionally, I wanted to make sure that I had the earliest opportunity to help promote social media marketing world. And in this conference or in this conversation about the conference, you're going to hear more than just a promotion about this conference. You're going to hear how Mike Stelzner got the entire idea for doing something massive in his business. I mean, it's literally become the focus of where his main income in his business comes from today, and all of it came as a source of attending a conference. And so you're gonna hear that story. You'll actually hear that Mike and I met at a conference and how I met all the other peers that I do life with on a consistent basis. The power of conferences. And so, yes, this, full disclosure, I'm here to help sell tickets to social media marketing world, and I wanted to, full disclosure, I I didn't want to put this interview off until next week because you know what? Affiliate commissions are available to me now, and if you sign up using my affiliate link, yeah, I get a commission. Just That's just the, the way it is, and I know that there are hundreds of my friends out there also promoting this conference using their affiliate links, and I didn't want to... I wanted to make sure I got out there as quickly as possible so that if you hear about the event here first, you'll go over to podcastanswerman.com slash social media and use my affiliate link to sign up instead of somebody else's. And so, ah, anyway, but yeah, I I just want to let you know, this isn't just an advertisement for the next 40 minutes about a conference, although in essence it is, but I think you'll find more value than that. Listen for the stories, be inspired, and more than anything, Understand this, if you have not yet attended this conference, this 
is the single biggest conference in the social media space and yes, social media marketing space. And marketing doesn't mean that you have to have a business. If you have a message, if you have a blog, if you have a podcast and you want more people to know about it, if you have anything that you want more people to know about, that's marketing. Taking the time to create your podcast content, it's only 40% of the process. 60% of the process is getting people to actually listen to it. So think about all that time that you're spending making your content. In fact, I'm, I'm working with a friend of mine, I'm doing some mentoring calls, and he's been creating some content for quite some time. But after he releases the episode, up to this point, he hasn't done hardly anything. Actually, he's confessed that he hasn't done anything to market his show. And that's one of the things I've been working on with him. And so I know there are a lot of podcasters out there who are great at and they're prolific at creating content. But how do you spread the word? How do you grow your audience? How do you market? Well, you'll hear how building relationships can help you in big and powerful ways. You know, one thing, I'll get to the interview in just a second. I just wanna say one thing. This didn't come out in the interview that I just got off the <laughs> off of Skype with Mike having. And I just wanna throw this in here as, as an addition. And I wanna tell you that where most of my audience comes from today is from other people telling people about me and my brand and me and my podcast. And how did those people learn about me? It was at conferences where we sat down at lunch or sat down over a meal for dinner or where we met a networking party. I've met literally thousands of people over the years at conferences and I had thousands of conversations with them and prior to the event, they either just barely heard about me or they were just meeting me for the very first time. But after meeting me and having a conversation they then began to follow me from that point moving forward. Over time came to know, like, and trust me. Then we see each other at another conference and boom, our relationship goes a, a, a quite a bit deeper. And some of these people become very close personal friends. And the next thing you know, you know, people are out there, the buzz is starting to, to swell and, and your word and your message is getting spread out to large, a larger and larger audience. And so I can't stress enough how much conferences have drastically improved my exposure in this world for the message that I want to share. So, okay, enough of that. Here's the conversation that I just had with my friend, Mike Stelsner. Mike, what is up, my friend? Man, I am super excited to be on the show with you today, Cliff. Well, I'll tell you what, unapologetically, this right here, this conversation is a flat out endorsement and promotion for Social Media Marketing World 2017. And I'm excited to have you on to have a conversation about this event. But Mike, I got to tell you right now, first and foremost, this has nothing to do to try to persuade anybody who's attended in the past to come back because I already know that that's happening. <laughs> well, and I hope that even though we're going to talk about the conference, we're going to get into stuff that I think is going to be more than just about this conference. I know we will. Absolutely. So I would encourage people to keep listening. Yeah, keep listening, uh, even if you have attended and you're already planning on attending. But I have some questions that I have decided to put together ahead of time. And the first thing I want to know, Mike, is when did you first get the idea to create Social Media Marketing World? And what was it that inspired you to do this live event? 
I am so glad you asked that question because literally I was brought back in time. You ever know how sometimes people ask you a question it's like, you've gone back in the time machine? Yep. So here's the story. I'm in Cleveland. I'm, in, I'm inside of this really old hotel and I'm in awe of one of my friends named Joe. My friend Joe had is walking around this event that he put on and he is calm as can be. And this is the very first time that he he put on an event, and that event was called Content Marketing World. And just a little backstory on Joe and I. Joe and I, prior to this, were bloggers, and he, I started this thing called Social Media Examiner, and I remember seeing him at another event in San Diego, and I said, dude, you should start a multi-author blog. A few months later, he kicks off this thing called the Content Marketing Institute. So I inspired him to get started with a multi-author blog. And then all of a sudden, he decides to throw this conference. And I persuade him that he ought to have me as one of his keynotes. So I get to be on the stage with Brian Clark at the keynote at the premiere of the Content Marketing World Conference. And I think maybe there were 600 people there. And it was in Cleveland. And and I was just kind of like, wow, my friend Joe got 600 people at an event with almost no effort, according to him, or no stress, I should say. So... During the middle of this event, I'm sitting at a table and across from me is a gal named Deb Ng who works for Blog World. And I don't know if you remember Deb, Deb oh, yeah. worked for Deb. And she looks at me and she's all, you got that look on your face, Mike. You're thinking about starting an event, aren't you? Because <laughs> I'm looking around and I'm taking pictures. And then I call uh, Phil Mershon on my team and I'm all, okay, I got a crazy idea. And I do this every couple of years. We're going to start a conference. He's all, are you nuts? I'm all, no, no, I've been inspired by my good friend, Joe Polizzi, and we're going to start a conference called Social Media Marketing World. And about a year and a half later, we kick off our very first event and my crazy idea becomes a reality. That is crazy. And you know what? We'll talk more about that first event and come back to that for in just a moment. But I, I love hearing how you were initially inspired. I do want to I had talk. to see it I had to see it with my own eyes that that's kind of, you know and I just saw what he did and I thought I can do this well one of the things that I know from being a friend with you over the last several years is how much actually you invest in attending other conferences I mean you I mean you're very particular about what conferences you're going to go to but you attend a lot of conferences tell me some of the conferences you've been in the last year to two years all right well um, I'm heading in November to inbound and I just buy a ticket by the way. I don't go as a speaker. I was just at content marketing world a little while ago. Before that I was at VidCon, which is a big, uh, conference in, um, Los Angeles for video, uh, for YouTubers. And I think that's pretty much it other than a small couple of local events. And of course my own event. What are some of the greatest benefits to you personally and professionally that you get out of attending these events? Well, if I can back the clock up again, it was October of 2009 and Social Media Examiner was like five days old and there was this conference in Las Vegas called Blog World, New Media Expo, I think it was called that. And um, I just decided that I was going to go there with a camera guy, a videographer, and I was going to videotape all these people that were going to be there because for me... I needed content and I knew how to do interviews and I figured they're all in one spot. I'm going to go there. I'm going to interview them. And I, and I interviewed a whole bunch of them and I don't think it was until a year or two later that I met you cliff, but I, I got all these interviews and it became content for uh, social media examiner. 
But not just did I get interviews, I built relationships. See, Cliff, I learned that you can try to build relationships online, but there's nothing that beats the connection, the real in-person connection. So I've always been very strategic about about uh, carefully deciding whom I would like to meet when I go to a conference and trying to, at the very least, make some sort of an impression to them. And nowadays, it's more about maybe getting them on my podcast. But it's all about building long-term relationships. Sometimes, if I'm fortunate, I might grab a bunch of them and we go out and we break bread together and we have a food together. As a matter of fact, that's what I did when I was at Content Marketing World with a bunch of people. It's just kind of, I don't know, a fast track to building a relationship. Why do you go to conferences, Cliff? I, that's exactly why I go to conferences. In fact, I, you know, I, I, there are sometimes I'm tempted to feel guilty Although I've never full off pulled, I've never been able to fully full off, uh, fully fully pull off. Thank you. <laughs> Easy for me to say as a professional communicator. Uh, but anyway, it's, I've never been able to fully pull off this feeling guilty about the fact that when I go to conferences, I don't attend sessions. Very very few times do I actually sit down and 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 consume an entire session at a conference. Uh, it has. It typically has to be somebody that I'm very close personal friends to, and I almost feel like you know what they sit in my session, and they always sit in my session. I should probably sit on their session just to, just as a, a vote of support and to say thank you. You know, that's the that's really the only time I sit in a session, and sometimes I'm usually just zoning out and thinking about other things because that's not how I learn in a session like that. So why do I attend? <laughs> I attend because of exactly what you're talking about. It's the relationship. It's the networking. And for me, the first couple years of this business, um, I was in a place where I had this mindset that I just do not have the finances to invest in these conferences. You know, the, the ticket price is one thing, but man, the ticket price is nothing when you compare. Airfare, hotel, right? Well, you got airfare and hotel. And now airfare for me out of Cincinnati is is very expensive. Um, but hotel is is another thing. But really, the the big cost is the, taking a couple days before I leave and and trying to wrap everything up so that I can actually leave, and then being away for three or four days, and then it's the whole time coming back trying to catch up from everything that I missed because I left. You know, being a solopreneur kind of guy, I just thought there's just no way I can afford all of this. You know, so there's there's the financial. Well, cost. And you know what? I can tell you. Let me respond to that because I'm like you too. I don't go to the sessions because I can learn online. I can learn by listening to a podcast. And there are some events that I have gone to that I don't go to anymore. Um, but having said that, there are some things that can happen when you go to these events that you could never have happen if you don't go to these events. And I think that's the that's the key. For example, we're in a mastermind with a bunch of people that I met at events. Like yes. if it was not for me meeting you at an event, I would venture to guess we would not be in a mastermind together right now. I, I can guarantee you that. And, and and that's the that's the truth with every single person in our mastermind group. We this group been, has been meeting weekly since October 2010. I know you just came in maybe 4 or 5 years ago, but it, it this has been around for years and everybody who's been in this group, we met each other at conferences. So there's almost like a kinship that happens. It's almost like there's, it's almost like there's pixie dust. That's, 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 um, w w cause when you're in an event together, typically there's a lot of people 
And a good event will give you chances to get to meet people that are like you. But when you meet those people, it's all of a sudden like, oh, wow, there's other people exactly struggling with the same challenges that I'm struggling with. And there's just something special that happens. Um, sometimes it's just email communications like, hey, I'm struggling with this. But when, when you meet them, it's like it cuts through all the all the stuff that happens online because everybody online is like being bombarded by strangers, but they become friends quite fast. And I just think there's some real value in that. The very first time I ever went to a conference related to this industry of social media was PodCamp Boston 2, PodCamp Boston 2 the very second ever PodCamp. And was it that was, Chris Penn and Chris Brogan? Yep, absolutely. And I'll never forget, I was, I was connected with my friend C.C. Chapman at the time. And I wrote C.C. Chapman. I said, listen, this for me, where I am in my business, I just left my career in insurance. I have no business experience. I'm just trying to get things off the ground. And I'm investing to come to this conference. Just got to ask you, what's your number one piece of advice for, for me? He goes, Cliff, I can tell you right now, the only way that you'll make this, make a return on this investment is if you make it happen. You have to be the one who's willing to go up and introduce yourself. You have to be willing to have the energy and enthusiasm that that gets people interested and excited about who you are and what you're doing. And you have to also be genuinely and passionately interested in learning that about other people that are there. Do that and things will be awesome. And I did that. And oh my gosh, I I mean, Chris Brogan and I are really close friends today. Chris uh, Penn, I know him very well. And Scott Monty I met there. Um, I Gosh, I I could probably list 15, 20 other people. Jason Van Orden. Jason Van Orden, by the way, changed my life with a a 15, 20-minute conversation at PodCamp Boston too. And it, well, you know, and another thing, if I can add to this, Cliff, another thing that comes from this is the when you meet these people, it might not even be until years later that that uh, you can tap that relationship and say, hey, I'm trying to get this person on my podcast and I know you might know them. Can you make that introduction? I mean, that kind of stuff just happens, right? It does. Absolutely. So and it might be impossible to reach those people otherwise. And another thing that happened, and here's the thing: you, obviously, I like to go and I like to speak at conferences. It's it's a huge thing for me because it gives me an opportunity to, you know, give an example of my area of expertise and the the level of experience I have, and to communicate and and teaching style and stuff like that. So I pick up a lot of clients and things like that. But the interesting thing is, is I and I haven't even told you this prior to this conversation. But uh, I have Todd B. Do you know Todd B. on Snapchat? Not sure. Well, he's on Snapchat. I met him last year at Social Media Marketing World. And he's currently in this session of Podcasting A to Z, my premier podcast uh, training course. And the reason why he's in it, we've been connected on Snapchat over the past year since, or since Social Media Marketing World. And the what convinced him to sign up was the fact that he's following me on Snapchat and he w- he wouldn't be following me on Snapchat if it wasn't for that event. 
And the t- I think the time when we actually connected to each other via Snapchat was at this burger restaurant uh, in San Diego with Jamie Tardy Masters and Pat Flynn and a bunch of other folks. We were just sitting there at this burger place having uh, lunch together. We sat next to each other. We're talking. We talked about Snapchat. We talked about our kids. We talked about college and all this other stuff. And we were all really excited about Snapchat at the time. We exchanged our Snapchat codes and we've been connected ever since then. And just the other day, I'm like, hey guys, I know I haven't been on Snapchat in the last couple of days, but that's because I've been really busy with some stuff. But hey, my next session of podcasting A to Z starting this coming Monday. If you've been thinking about launching a podcast, but you still haven't done it, you gotta sign up. He says, hey Cliff, do you remember we, we had lunch? And I'm like, yeah. And so we're going back and forth in private snap messages. And he's like, yeah, we had lunch at, at, at Social Media Marketing World. I, I, You know what? I've been thinking about launching a podcast ever since that conversation. I want to, I want in, let me, let me sign up. Where do I go? And so all of that because of just having lunch with someone at social media marketing world or, even you know, why, any you know why that, this is why that works because people like to help and know that people like to help and ultimately like to buy from people they know and they like, and they trust. And the fact of the matter that you met him amongst many other people at an event and then he wasn't ready for you yet. But he started following what you were doing and whether you didn't need to be a speaker to be able to be at an event and meet this guy. Right. You could have, you, and that relationship blossomed and he ultimately became your customer because he met you. He was convinced that you were going to provide value to his life and then he started following you on a social channel and then finally he was ready. And you know what? That's kind of how it works in real life. And that's how it's always worked. But the problem nowadays with the podcasters is we don't get out very often. So our relationship tends to be very, and you know, I'm a podcaster and I've got a relatively large audience and most of my, my um, listeners, I have no idea who they are, but man, when I get a chance to meet them in person, it's amazing. It is amazing. And it's, it's, it's crazy actually. So there's just something magical about that. So obviously we're big believers in the opportunities of networking uh, at conferences and stuff like that. There are a lot of different conferences that we have both attended, some great ones out there, especially in the social media space. Um, but I'd love to ask you from your perspective, and I know that you're biased because you're the, you run the conference, but how is Social Media Marketing World unique from any of the other conference experiences out there? Well, first of all, the reason I started this is because I didn't like the experiences I was having at other conferences. So many of them would like rent out a bar and everybody would be in the bar with their phones and not talking to each other because the music was blaring. And I'm like, man, you know, why can't there be a conference where you just have people talking to each other in in an environment where they don't have to scream? So the first thing that I wanted to do is I wanted to create environments where it was very easy for people to communicate with each other all the time, whether it was at the parties or at the event itself. And that is something definitely you will find unique at Social Media Marketing World, and we can dig in on that. But let me tell you the other thing that's unique about this conference. A lot of events that I've gone to, you see the people that are speaking actually paid to be able to be up there. And they happen to be you know, solution providers that paid, sponsored the event and paid for an opportunity to be up on the stage. You won't find that at my conference. All of the speakers are hand recruited. So there is no submission process. There is no put in your speaking by this date. Instead, every single speaker has, we have a relationship with that person. We know that they're really good before we even give them a stage. So we maintain a certain level of quality in our speakers. 
And and while some of the speakers come back every year because they're constantly on their A game, there's also plenty that don't because they're not keeping up with the ever-changing world that we're in. So um, so first and foremost, amazing networking in an environment that's really conducive for networking. Secondly, amazing content because we hand recruit everybody. And then the last thing I think is the fun aspect. And maybe you can explain that best. Tell everybody what it's like on the on the on the aircraft carrier. You know, the aircraft carrier is amazing. Uh, you, every year you've had this networking party. Well, I guess the sec from the second year on, anyway. Uh, you've rented what is what what? It's the USS Midway. It was the largest ship in the world until 1960. Okay, so this aircraft carrier, the entire thing is reserved for social media marketing world attendees. And while there is up front when you first walk in, there's some live music and that option is there for you. Uh, this place is huge, vast. There is um, flight simulators. You can go on tours throughout the ship, uh, all of this other stuff. But man, there is there is food and just tons of places. It's kind for of you. an unusual experience, isn't it? It, it is. And, but the thing is, is pretty much every attendee at the conference is at this event and everyone is engaging one with one another. And one of the things I think you've done every single year of the, the conference card. is the bingo. And explain bingo to everybody. Okay, so imagine yourself getting on these buses and being shipped from all the hotels over to this monstrously big aircraft carrier, which the, the top deck is four and a half acres, just to give you some perspective. I mean, it's humongous. And it's a really cool thing. Um, but once you once you actually get through the front doors, there's people that are handing you a pen and a bingo card. And on the bingo card are all these little squares that say things like, um, uh, what you know, you put in the Twitter ID of someone that you meet in each of the spots and you have to fill them all in. Like one of them might be someone from another country. Someone might be um, someone who um, maybe owns stock in Facebook. Another one might be someone who works for an educational institution, someone who's a podcaster, someone who's a sponsor. And the idea is you Everybody, all of a sudden, the second they get on the ship, is encouraged to just basically meet people. And then once they fill out the whole card, they rip it off the bottom, and then their thing goes in a hat, and they can win a ticket to next year's conference. But it just kind of is like an icebreaker. And like, boom, you walk into an environment where everybody is actually excited to meet you as a stranger, which I think is what a great way to kick off an event, right? Because usually when you go to an event, you don't know anybody, and you're kind of not even sure if you want to go to the party. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. And and this is interesting. This bingo is really effective as well because all night long, I mean, from the time I actually walk onto the carrier until I leave, I'm consistently having people come up to me like with somebody else, you know, dragging somebody by the arm and saying, uh, Cliff, I need you to meet so and so. She at, she's been looking for somebody who's a podcaster, uh, or she's been looking for somebody who has more than ten thousand followers on Twitter. Uh, and I just wanted to introduce you so she can add you to the card. Uh, you know, and and then they'll walk away, and then I'm now having a conversation with a brand new person and getting to know them. And then, but after, then you see them at the event, right? Yeah, and then I see them at the event. But the cool thing is, they're like, okay, that's awesome. And then I'll say, well, what else do you have to fill on your card? And I'll say, well, I need to know somebody who's from another country and it's like oh well you've got to meet paul spain from new zealand he i just saw him he's right over here let's let me let me introduce you to paul and and it's, that it's that happens awesome, all it? night long it's incredible yeah. and if you're an introvert which a lot of people are i am it, 
it breaks you out of your shell immediately, doesn't it? It does. It does. And it, it's an amazing event and experience as well. You know, and the cool thing is, as you say that a lot of times you go to conferences and you just don't know anyone. The one thing I can say about social media marketing world is it is the one conference. I mean, there are a lot of conferences out there where I see some of my online peers or or some of the quote unquote, you know, big names in the space, if you will. Uh, but it's but social media marketing world uh, is the event every year where I know I'm going to practically see every single person that I look up to online. I mean, l- without fail, all of them will be in San Diego for this yeah, one event. Yeah, people have called it kind of the Super Bowl of conferences. Um, it, you know what it comes down to? It's it's a long standing relationships that me and my team have built with the influencers in the space, and um, and and that's you know. It, it, it is really quite fun, actually. And what's cool about this conference, a little secret, we don't have a green room. For those that aren't speakers, a green room is typically where the speakers all retreat to, retreat to when they're not speaking. We don't have a green room, purposely, by design. So the speakers are lounging all over the conference. And, yep. and there's no barrier to meet them, you know? The other cool thing is, is in this space or in this industry, for the most part, the influencers are very caring, loving people who want to serve people. Uh, the reason why they are influencers is because, well, they're they're considered influencers because they actually influence a lot of people. And the only reason they have a lot of people to influence is because they actually attract a lot of people. And the reason they attract a lot of people is because they're kind, kind caring people. And the, that's the one thing I've noticed about all of the speakers they're so easy to get along with. They're so easy. They're so open for you to come up and have conversations. I, I've never, okay, I can't think of a time where I've ever met somebody and say, oh, wow, I thought that person was so nice, but it turns out that was that that was a pretty jerky situation there. That, you know, that person ended up being a real we jerk. We try to not to recruit those people. Yeah. So I don't. But like if you think of the highest profile people in our space, it'd probably be Gary Vaynerchuk and Guy Kawasaki, right? And, you know, Gary Vaynerchuk was like for four hours meeting people. Yep. And he didn't leave until the last person was gone. Guy Kawasaki is just sitting on the aircraft carrier where people are just talking to him, you know? I mean, these people are normal people. Yep. They really love meeting people who who like them and know them and want to meet them. And and it's it's kind of not what you think. I mean, so many people think, oh, my gosh, I, I these people are not approachable. But in reality, they actually all are. Every one and, of them. And it's amazing, actually. It is. The other things that I love, I love about social media marketing world is it's in San Diego, which is absolutely beautiful, gorgeous weather year round. Um, if you plan to come a, even a, a day or two early or even if you plan to stay a day or two later after the conference has ended, you have the opportunity to go to things like the San Diego Zoo, which is absolutely amazing. I know that the I think it was the first or the second year of the event. It was the second year of social media marketing world. I brought my entire family. It just happened to fall on the same week as a uh, spring, spring break for the kids. So, the, and I'll tell you what, my kids are like, is there anything you can do, dad, to get him to put the next event on spring break? Cause I want to go back to San Diego. <laughs> That's cool. I mean, um, what's really interesting is most people that aren't familiar with San Diego may not realize we've got Legoland. We've got um, SeaWorld, we've got whale watching, we've got the San Diego Zoo. We've got just this really crazy um, diversity of activities um, in this city. And a lot of people come days and days early. Like this year, we had an informal meetup at one of the headquarter hotels. 
we had 500 people show up for this uh, informal meetup. And it they practically had to bring in the, uh, you know, the crowd controls and stuff like that. And, you know, it was just, it's pretty awesome. So yeah, a lot of people tend to stay a couple extra days and just have a lot of fun with it. You know, this is probably not going to happen for pretty much anybody else out there, but just to give you an idea of, of, of the relationships you'll build with people at a conference and what you have no idea you're in store for. Um, I, I actually went one year, I think it was two years ago. I met a guy named Rick Sigmund. Now he happened to be listening to my podcast and he knew who I was. I had not met him. But uh, one of the things he says, Cliff, you know, I hear that you're coming back out to San Diego. I can't wait to meet you. I know that you're going to be busy, but I'd just love to just make this throw this out there just in case you're you happen to be interested in seeing a different part of San Diego that you never thought of that, that you never thought you'd ever get to see. He goes, I work for the United States Border Patrol. And if you'd like, I can actually take you on a tour of the border between oh, wow. between San Diego and uh, Tijuana, Mexico. And so I literally spent an entire day hanging out with Rick and he showed me all the places where people, you know, where people, people cross the fences, and where people yeah. hop the fences and where they hide and and the whole. Pro- I mean, I literally got this educational experience so so that when we hear about, you know, we're going to build that wall and we hear about those kind of political things and 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 it's just I have a different I have a whole different perspective on what that situation is because of that entire day of education I got from my friend Rick, who I happened to meet at Social Media Marketing World. Well, you've also got uh, a major marine and naval base here, and there's all sorts of cool stuff there. You've got surprisingly one of the top paintball destinations in the United States is here in San Diego. Yeah, that border crossing is the busiest border crossing in the world. It's kind of crazy the number of people that go through uh, into into Mexico, but yeah, there's it, it is just such a weird, distinctive location. It is. <laughs> weird because it's just it's amazing. You know, it's a very diverse city, I guess, and it's it's got a lot of crazy things that you can do that are fun. Now, an overwhelming majority of the people who listen to this podcast are podcasters, just like you and I are, and I would love to have you explain the content that will be available, some of the sessions, or at least Mm -hmm. what is the focus this year? Is there going to be some podcasting related material at the event this year for podcasters? Yeah. And you know, you might be asking, why would a podcaster go to social media marketing world? I mean, I want to address that question first. I think the reason podcasters should even consider is because every podcaster is trying to build, um, a bigger audience, right? You're trying to figure out how to grow your listenership. Maybe you're trying to figure out how to grow the business or maybe start a business around your podcast. And social media marketing world, it's it's a big umbrella. So the obvious stuff that we cover are tactics related to Facebook, Instagram, LinkedIn, Twitter, Snapchat, Pinterest, YouTube, all those major social networks. And that's that's a big chunk of what we do. But this year... We're, we're also introducing something brand new called the, the Creator Series. So literally, we're going to have 40 sessions for creators. And when I say creators, I mean anybody who creates any kind of content, whether it be video, podcasting, blogging, or live video. So we've got 10 sessions dedicated to YouTube and video. And a lot of podcasters are beginning to experiment with video because they're good with their voice and they're starting to figure out Maybe I can do something with video. We've got 10 sessions on blogging. 
we've got 10 sessions on live video and live video covers everything from Facebook Live to Periscope and obviously and everything in between. And a lot of podcasters are beginning to record their podcast live and then take the audio and use that on their podcast. And this allows community involvement. So that's kind of exciting. We also have 10 sessions on podcasting. Uh, currently, the speakers that we have lined up include, of course, you, Cliff, um, and John Lee Dumas and Pat Flynn. Um, there's going to be, but there's going to be 10 sessions on podcasting. We haven't completely mapped out the entire lineup as of this recording, but we will definitely have intermediate and advanced sessions related to podcasting from really high profile podcasters. In addition to all that, we've got content marketing, uh, analytics, um, customer service. But I think one of the coolest things that we do that I should have mentioned earlier is we have workshops, but we don't charge extra for them. So, for example, you know, a lot of conferences have workshops either before or after the conference and they cost extra. Well, we include the workshops at no extra cost and they happen the day before the main conference and some happen the day of the main conference. Almost all of our workshops are skills based workshops. So these are like professional development skills. For example, Ray Edwards, who I know is a good friend of yours, Cliff, is going to be doing a workshop on how to write copy that sells and what podcaster doesn't want that, right? Because we're all trying to create products. Um, we've also got Dan Miller, who I know you're good friends with, who's going to be talking about how to build a mastermind group. And then we've got, um, for example, Park Howell on how to use storytelling for business and sales. Uh, John Lee Dumas, I'm sorry, uh, John Jantz, who's duct tape marketing, is going to be doing one on agency building. We'll have about 20 or 30 of these workshops that you can go to. The other thing is we give you the recordings of everything. Yep. So when you come to the conference, you get it all. So you don't have to worry if you miss a session because you're not working in the halls. You get all the recordings at no added cost. And and I just want to reiterate, if you're a podcaster, there are tons of reasons why you want to come to Social Media Marketing World. And that's because your message is content. It, it is your product. You know, your your podcast episodes are, are, are a product that you're trying to get into the hands of many people you know you're trying to get them to listen exactly like what mike was saying we're trying to grow our listenership we're trying to expand our message further out there to a larger audience and yeah you want to know uh, it's, it's surprising to me how many people have come to me i i i had this assumption when i started podcasting a to z michael that most of the people who would come to me were people who have already figured out Twitter, already figured out Facebook, they've already got a blog, uh, you know, they're they're firing on a lot of these other cylinders and now they're ready to add a podcast. But it's surprising to me the number of podcasters who are creating a podcast and it's actually their first exposure to content creation. And so there are a lot of podcasters out there that really could use a blog content creation session hosted by Michael Hyatt at this event. Um, you know, and, and so there's a people out there who could understand. I mean, there are a lot of podcasters who are going through podcasting A to Z who have no, they don't even have a Facebook account and they have no idea how to use LinkedIn and they don't really understand Twitter. And so there are sessions on Snapchat, all of these different things that you talked about, Pinterest, visual marketing. You know marketing. what else is kind of cool? Yeah. Is so many of our speakers are actually podcasters. Yes. And, um, of course, why not? This, <laughs> a huge chunk of them, of course, right? Like, um, you know, Darren Rouse from ProBlogger, he's a podcaster. Michael Hyatt, he's a podcaster. You know, there's tons of the teachers that happen to be podcasters. Uh, Leslie Samuel, uh, Amy Chris Porterfield. Brogan. Yeah, and so, but 
the reason I'm saying this is because another reason to come is to meet some of the podcasters that you listen to and you look up to and ask yourself, how can I get up on a stage someday? Because that's part of my business I want to build out. And, you know, when you come to an event like this and you begin to meet other podcasters and you know how it is, there's a certain fellowship amongst us podcasters. We take care of each other. Yep. I don't know how else to say it. It's, it's unlike any other industry I've ever met. And, um, there's so many of these people that started as podcasters and now are professional speakers. And I think that that is definitely something that you can get to know these people and, under, and, and ask yourself, how can I chart a course so that someday I can actually be a professional speaker? And that is definitely something you can walk away from this conference with. How many people are coming to the event next year? 4,000. Wow. It's <laughs> <laughs> crazy. That is, that is incredible. And there by was the 3,000 there in 2006, 3,000 in 2016. I've had the privilege of being at this event every single year. The first year, I think there was about a thousand. Second year, about just over two thousand, or right around two thousand. Then three thousand. It was eleven hundred, seventeen hundred, and then about twenty three hundred, and then three thousand. And now we're just kind of on a crazy growth curve. But even though there's so many people, we really like if you if you check out the event and you go on the. Um, you go on the agenda page and hit play on the testimonials visit video. A lot of people say, even though there's 3000 people here, it feels super intimate. Yeah. And this is one of our missions is to make sure, despite how big it is, like we have, pro- we had 70 private Slack groups, Cliff, I don't even know if you knew this, mm-hmm. um, last year before the conference and all these people came already kind of knowing each other because they were participating in these Slack groups and all these pre-conference networking things that we do. Well, that's that was one thing that was a concern. I heard a little bit of a buzz. I mean, it, we weren't overly concerned, uh, the speakers, but there there were some conversations that were happening when we heard that you moved to the San Diego Convention Center rather than being in a hotel conference hall. We were we were like, oh my gosh, is this going to be? Because we've 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 had some, many of us have participated as speakers in a different conference that went to big convention centers, and it be, we got lost. And right. we never saw anybody. And it's like, you know, a bunch of us as introverts where, you know, it, it, we just we just got lost in the crowd and the connections didn't happen. We walked away with a really bad feeling. But we were we weren't overly concerned because we knew that you guys were aware that this could happen. You you knew exactly what experience I'm talking about. Yep. And so I I one thing I can say this last year we were at a convention center and it was actually even better than being in in the hotel conference space. And what I can tell you- I can you tell is, you a couple of reasons why. Yeah, go ahead. First of all, we had hotel ambassadors inside of every hotel. Um, and, and we had so many people everywhere. So like nobody felt like they were by themselves, even though they were at this big convention center. But one of the things that we do really well is we actually have a networking embassy on site where you can go there and you can say, I'm looking for people that are like this. And we have people that literally search through the attendees and will call their cell phones and say, Hey, we found somebody who is also in the sports industry and they would love to meet you. Are you interested? Yeah. Okay. Let's meet up here at this moment. We have these networking power walks and runs where you meet in the lobby of the hotel and you have ambassadors that walk all over to one location and all these people go for walks and runs in the morning. We have these table talks, which are like these dozens and dozens of tables with different signs on them and you can just go and sit down on a topic like a like we have many podcasting tables and you just go there anytime during the entire conference and all of a sudden you're sitting with fellow podcasters so we just kind of and, and even the, the stickers on the name badges do you remember that yep 
everybody has little stickers on their badges, which indicate their areas of interest. So when you meet someone, you can look and say, oh, you're a podcaster? So am I. So we just kind of try to go crazy overboard to make sure that there is never an opportunity that you can't take very effortlessly to make those connections happen, even though there's so many people. And I will say that last year, walking through the convention center, I still ran into the same people that I would run into at the hotel. Uh, the The hallway experience had not changed, and that w- that was the biggest concern for me. It's like you know, it I in the past this other experience that I'm talking about, you might be able to find some people randomly if you went to a session. You know why? Because like they're on four different floors, and sometimes even spread across multiple venues. The good news about San Diego is it's the home of Comic-Con International. So this particular place that we're in is kind of just one hallway as far as the eye can see. You yep. know what I mean? Yep. And um, and it's pretty awesome because everybody travels the same route. That's and exactly And always it. constantly bump into them. That And that's what I want to – I just want to express that to people who have been to large venues – this this hall the hallway experience and for those who attend conferences for many of the same reasons that we've discussed here this networking opportunity seeing people bumping into people the hallway experience was not diminished at all by being in the convention center and in fact I think it was actually even better uh, so well, one thing I'll tell you which is kind of interesting is this year 2017 the next event we have um, one hotel as our headquarter hotel instead of like four. So we're in this monster big hotel called the Hyatt, uh, the Grand Hyatt. So this is where every speaker will be and this is where almost all the attendees will be. So what's cool is even all the like non-event stuff, there's going to be a lot of that kind of experience because literally the entire hotel is going to be social media marketing world people. Love it. When is the event next year? March 22nd to 24th. March 22nd to the 24th. I am going to be there. I will be speaking. And uh, just full disclosure, I do have an affiliate link if people want to register. If you haven't registered already, uh, you can use my affiliate link over at podcastanswerman.com slash social media, all one word, podcastanswerman.com slash social media. Or if you go to my website, podcastanswerman.com, you'll see the my next speaking gig in the sidebar. You can click that and I will also get a commission there. And by the way, thank you for that, Mike. Oh, thank you. My pleasure. <laughs> but, uh, you know, it, it's a huge it's a huge conference and it is single best conference that I have ever attended. And I don't just say that myself. Pretty much every single person I know in the social media space also says exactly the same thing. This is the number one event that you must attend if you are at all interested in social media, podcasting, whatever the case may be. This is the event. So, Michael, great job putting this together. And uh, thank you for coming on the show and letting our audience know what's so exciting about it. Oh, it's my absolute pleasure. And I I hope everybody at the very least will just go to the uh, link that uh, that Cliff mentioned and just watch the video that's on the homepage because we it's a walkthrough of the entire event. You can kind of visualize um, what it what it's what it shows you there, what the event's going to be like. But I just want to read a quick quote from you. It says he who would learn to fly must one day first learn to stand and walk and run and climb and dance. One cannot fly into flying, said Nietzsche. And the reason I'm telling you that quote is because you have to think about something like this as an investment in your professional development so that you can become more than just 
a podcaster. You can become someone who actually is a business owner or someone who wants to build a media enterprise or somebody who wants to become a speaker. But you can't just become that. You have to make the decision to actually work your way into that. And when you do that by going to events, the rewards obviously will come. So I would love to meet everybody. Hopefully, if you do come, please come up to me and say hello and say, hey, I heard that podcast interview you did with Cliff. Yeah, do that. Mike, thank you so much, my friend. Oh, it's my pleasure. Well, there you go, my friends. I hope that for those of you who have not yet attended Social Media Marketing World, that this conversation will get you excited about why you should be in San Diego next year for this event. Trust me, it is a worthwhile investment. I will be speaking there, and if you come and you listen to this show, I hope that you'll make a point to come up and make sure that you and I have a conversation I look forward to it. Thank you guys for tuning in and I will be back on time next week. Until then, I encourage you to take your message, your business, and your life to the next level.